0: Yay, Networks.
1: Hey, I'm Jenna. And I'm Francisco. You know, we are new parents trying to navigate this chapter of our lives while trying to run our own businesses and doing our best to stay mentally and physically fitish. I don't know how good we're doing at that. Here's what you have to look forward to. Don't read it so much. <laughs> We've had to make a lot of compromises in the relationship, but for it's sure. worth it, right? Yeah, sure. You've I, there have been, There's been moments that I wanted to post something on social media, and you're like, you're not going to post that, are you? That's for us.
2: Well, can you imagine what it would be?
1: I, don't, I mean, I know we just got these tattoos together, but I don't know this. Dude, I got to go Babe,
2: The thing is that in that first trip to Mexico, I was aiming for your kidneys, oh, but, <laughs> but I found your heart.
1: Happy first podcast in October, y'all.
2: Happy Halloween month.
1: Yeah, Halloween month over here. I'll be honest, and look, don't be disappointed, all of you Fittish listeners. I know you all think I'm this Halloween queen, but, like, I don't got time for that. I don't have time for it. I peaked. I peaked in my life. Brian, are you okay if I just, like, dress Remy up and you, you're you not part of it? 100%. You are, right? Yeah. Everyone's saying, no, these are the years you have to do family costumes because then they get to a point that they only want to be superheroes or whatever. But we have a lot going on. We have a huge announcement. They do have a good point. They do have a good point. But I also weigh the level of, let me put it this way. Like, you know how people have like blowout first birthday parties for their kids? Not me. I'm learning as I get older. I'm not. Maybe you want to do that. Fair. Fine. Do it blow your funds on a first birthday party this child will never remember those giant balloons in the front yard and like all that shit i'm not there yet in life i don't want to throw money i want to do like classy like just us at home well
2: if you think about it the first birthday is going to be the most affordable for round ba- for balloons i'm pretty sure a one is the cheapest
1: i will i why would you say that? I want to hear your theory behind this right now. I want to hear you flush this out. And just so you all know, we have a huge announcement for you on today's Straight show. Straight stick
2: up. Like, there's not a lot of labor into it.
1: So how would it, one be any different than a seven?
2: No, because a seven is slanted. You need more balloons.
1: But the one has a tip and a bottom.
2: Yeah, but you just put a balloon. You see?
1: Oh, I mean, just you mean just not the number of balloon, the single balloon. Because you would buy one balloon.
2: No, no, no. I'm saying you just put one balloon in that tip, two balloons on the side, you have a one. Long, like, stick.
1: What language are you speaking right now?
2: American English.
1: Like, I literally have no idea what you just said. One balloon with the tip and two on the side and a stick? Like, what the fuck did you just say?
2: The stick of balloons. And you said, what about the tip of the one? Like you just put another balloon to put the tip and that's Welcome it. Welcome
1: to the finished podcast. Let's just start it over. You know, no. <laughs> uh, big announcement on today's show. Fran and I have had a lot going on in our lives lately. Um, yeah. A, a lot going on. Not a lot. Not we're a lot we're getting different...
2: separated. We're just going to co and Remy. That, we're going to be roommates.
1: That's been possible. But, um. Before we tell you our big announcement, I want to get into something crazy that happened on Sunday. What
2: night. if we just tell them the big announcement, uh, the, the big announcement, all style? We do it next year.
1: In one year, we'll tell you the big announcement, <laughs> like worst tease ever. No, we're going to tell you in like maybe 15 minutes. Uh, so you have to get through a minute of the show because I feel like once we tell them the announcement, we're probably just going to want to talk about it for the rest of the show. Oh, so
2: who's going to tune out because like, oh that
1: oh, that's it. Yeah. No, it's a big, it's a big life announcement. For some of you that are very astute, you already know where this is going, but something wild happened on Sunday Which night. Which
2: language are you using?
1: Astute. Astute, Francisco, just google astute. it. Just okay, astute. Okay, at Your phone okay. just google it. So, something crazy happened on Sunday night and it's been lingering with me and I've been like kind of shaken up by it and I wasn't I told Francisco I wanted to do something and then we got into a fight about it. But we are sitting on the couch on Sunday. I am heating up Papa John's pizza that had gotten cold, like because we had ordered it earlier and I was so excited to eat it. So I heated it up. I sit down. I literally have this cheese about to touch my lips. And I hear, we hear, I guess I should say we because we were sitting on the couch. But I mean, I definitely heard I looked, I popped up and looked at you. I heard what sounded like a really bad car accident. I mean, that's what it sounded like. And, you know, we live in this row of townhomes and we live on this, we live on the street that unfortunately people drive like way too fast after a stop sign. It's really frustrating. So we live in Uptown Dallas and I peek over our balcony. I like look at Fran and I feel... (laughs) If I had just continued to eat my pizza, you might have been on board with it. But I like I, I'm real nosy and curious, you know, like, well, also like what the fuck happened? Like, I want to know if everything's OK. Nose like I'm run- and curious, nosy and curious. I am. But like in a caring way, like I, especially if something happened out front, I recognize that it was eight o'clock on a Sunday night. So anyway, I look over the balcony and I don't see anything. So I just like barefoot. Remy's asleep. I run. I was like, Fran, I'm going outside. So I run outside. And I see a wreck. Very clearly, someone has run into a parked car that's parked right in front of where we live. And I see a guy yelling at me who was not the driver. And he's like, call 911. So I like get my phone out, call 911 as I run up to the side of the car. I don't know where this guy went, by the way. Like I didn't see him after that. I guess he had been on the road. And when I tell y'all I was so not prepared. For what I saw when I walked up to that car window, a, w- see? a woman so c- covered in blood in that moment that I was like, oh, shit. Oh my God, it like made my heart skip a beat for a second. She was conscious, but she was just like dripping blood, like out of carry, you know? And I know when you like hit your head or you like crack something, like you can bleed a lot. But of course, I'm, so then I'm on the phone with 911 and I'm looking at her, and I don't know where that guy went, by the way, now that I think about it. But anyway, Fran comes out shortly after that, and I'm on the phone with 911. I'm like, Fran, go up to that car. I ask her, Are you okay? Yes, she was begging me, please don't call 911. I'm on the phone with nine one one, and she's like, "Please don't call." So I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, she's been drinking. I'll have to deal with that in a minute." I mean, I had to call nine one one. Like, she looked so yeah, but injured I to me. I think what she was like. What? No, keep going. I just don't want you to like get ahead of the story, you know. Absolutely. So, the first thing, one of the first questions nine one one asks you is like, "Were you in the car?" I'm like, "No." Is she drinking? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't think so. She didn't smell like alcohol when I went up there. But she was also so rattled that all she kept saying to me is, like, please don't call 911. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I have to. You're so injured. I mean, her jean shorts were red. Like, she had blood. It was so bloody, you know? And I was like, yikes. So I called 911. I did ask her if she had anything in the car, which makes me kind of like a bad person either way i guess because i'm like do you have anything ma'am like do i need to take anything out of your car she's like what do you mean she's like looking at me like she had no idea what i was talking about she was just like i was like do you need water like hint hint like do you need me to bring you water but the because the police are about to be here do you need me to bring you some water no she's like holds up a yeti she's like i have water anyway so Fran's outside at this point, obviously a couple of their neighbors came outside at this point and uh, she kept telling me she couldn't afford it. You know, she was like, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. And I'm like, I just felt awful because like she really didn't want me to call. I didn't know if it was because she was drunk or if she really just couldn't afford it. I mean, she was in a Mercedes. But then again, you know, people have nice cars and can't afford things. So I don't know. But like, regardless, I think I had to. I just kept going. If that were me, she probably just didn't realize. I think what you were going to say is like, maybe you just don't realize. Right how bad something is and you no. what i was trying
2: to say is that she was prefacing, um please don't call 911 because i cannot afford it like she just kept saying that and i think like that could mean all sorts of things but that was her main concern like it was it was pretty obvious that she was pretty concerned about how much that whole ordeal was she about. just
1: kept saying they don't the police don't need to come the police don't call the police they don't need to come the police that's something you didn't hear she that's what she said to me at first i don't need the, i don't want the police here i don't want the police here and i need to let y'all know that she was probably i don't know how old she was like i would say she was in her 50s 60s like you know dressed real casual and flip-flop so anyway ambulance comes she's okay-ish i mean she's a wig. they load her they take her off And of course, a bunch of neighbors are out there at that point. And uh, anyway, it was just come to find out she's had a broken nose, had to get about 30 stitches. And I'm going to leave her some flowers tomorrow. I've decided like I'm not going to knock on the door. I'm just going to leave them there, you know, because like I feel like she's probably like uncomfortable and embarrassed about it, you know, and.
2: The- Leftover Viking, I think, is gonna be better than yeah,
1: yeah, but she just ran into a parked car. Like I don't think that she was she drinking. She moved
2: that car like she moved an entire truck, a whole feet.
1: yeah, a whole car length. So that guy was outside and it was quite dramatic. I mean, there was a lot going on and it looked really bad. And um I'm sure I mean if that would have been me. She obviously broke her nose on the steering wheel. I'd be so embarrassed, too, because, like, you hit a parked car, you know. But then it was so fascinating to watch. Like, so I called 911. It took four minutes for a fire truck to get here. It then took another, like, minute or two. An ambulance was pretty quickly behind after that. So I would say about five, six minutes before they were all on the scene. I just like knowing, like, how long does first responders take, you know, (laughs) especially, I mean, we're pretty close to a fire station. So after she had gotten taken away, then the police showed up. And so then they started talking to you. And then they asked me, he's like, you were in the car with her. I was like, no, I wasn't. They were like, oh, you're the one that called 911. I'm like, yeah. They were like, did you smell alcohol when you approached the vehicle? I was like, no, I really didn't. Of course, Fran's like, don't say it even if you did. I was like, I'm not trying to throw her under the bus. He's like, you'll ruin her life. We're not rats. Okay. I'll be honest, though. I would be honest if someone else was really hurt and she smelled like alcohol.
2: Oh, she had people in the car or she had another, if she had
1: run over a child or a dog or anything. Absolutely. I would have said something, but she hit a parked car and every and everything was okay. So I really, didn't, but then of course, like I was like, no, I didn't smell alcohol. And then over the cop's shoulder, another cop pulls out like a whole handle of Tito's vodka that was in her purse. And I'm like, Oh my God. And he's like, so you don't think she was drinking? And I'm like, barefoot like in glass like no <laughs> no I didn't but you know she was so shaken up and come to find out though I don't think she was drinking and the police never went to the hospital and they they like he smelled her yeti cup because I was like she had a yeti she said she was drinking water he smelled and he was like it's water so I'm really happy for her that she wasn't you know because that would have really fucking sucked anyway I've just been thinking about it I feel really bad because like she obviously just didn't see that car and was driving way too fast and just slammed Under into her defense, car. it was
2: a black car.
1: It was a black car and it was dark, but she lives right there, so I don't know. Anyway, that was pretty wild and pretty dramatic and neighbors started getting in a fight about the parking and that's a whole other story. We have some like crazy neighbor that paints red lines and doesn't want anyone to park there that was trying to bitch everyone out about the parking. And I, I looked at her and I'm like, now's not the time. What a crazy cunt. Like, now is not the time. Like, your neighbor almost died. Like, no one cares right now about the parking. What is wrong with people's priorities? But I think I need to get her a small gift. I don't know. She's going to be pretty shaken up after that. And, you know, that for me, I feel like I have PTSD after just seeing that, you know, and it didn't even turn out that badly. And... Fran, you were saying that something like that usually has quite long lingering effects on you. If you've ever been in a wreck, you know that, right? Like I've been in a couple of like startling wrecks where I haven't been injured, injured, but like T-boned into my car, you know, and I've been like, kind of freaks you out. You know, you're pretty rattled from something like that. Yeah,
2: I think especially if you only go to the ER and don't go to like a real doctor Not like a real doctor, like you go to your doctor and follow up. She impacted at a really high velocity. Yeah, like she impacted. And the airbag didn't go off, by the way. Which I learned. I asked the
1: paramedic why the airbag didn't go off, and he said, "You have to hit a car in a really specific part, like basically in the center. If you only hit a corner, which that's what happened. I mean, her car was probably total, but she hit the corner." Her airbag didn't go off. I get maybe the passengers would have, but that's kind of crazy. So I don't know. I feel like she's going to need some medical attention. I'd need some mental health. I'd need some therapy after an accident like that. percent. So, you know what? This is the best part. I think this is the perfect time to now have a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Fran and I, let's just be real. We we have not been having the easiest time. And I know everyone says the first year of having a child is by far the most difficult, but, but we have not been at a great place in our relationship in general. I think the tiredness and, you know, trying to find a new place to live and packing and financial responsibilities and kind of expectations. It's just, it's a lot. I mean, we've had a couple moments of like, I don't even know if we can do this. And I know we love each other very much. And I think that's why,
0: My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
3: Lucky Land Casino asking people
0: what's the weirdest
3: place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
1: it can be very helpful to help you learn how to communicate better with your significant other. And of course, better offers all sorts of therapy. Like it's not just for, <laughs> Oh, you just had a baby and you want to kill each other. It's not just no, for that.
2: <laughs> it gives you a whole lowdown. Like I, I actually downloaded the app and I've been looking into it and it asks you so many questions. Like it has different sets of questions to narrow it down. Exactly. Whether you want a Christian, um, a Christian uh, therapist. therapist. That's or, actually
1: really important because, or you don't. If you don't believe in God, they're not going to match you with a therapist that's going to lead you down a spiritual path. Like if you don't believe, that's not but a you good barometer. That also. yeah, it's amazing. Friends, right? You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time when you want to be a better problem solver, whether it's in your relationship or just in your own personal life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fittish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fittish. Well, Fran and I actually did one of the many arguments we've gotten into in a single day. But I said to him, you've just been very short-fused with me, and I think it's just because you're really tired, and I want to know that you still love me, but you seem very frustrated with me all the time. So... That's a conversation for another day. But I said to Fran yesterday that I was thinking I wanted to take her. I don't know this woman's name. I don't even know which unit she lives in. I've just, she's been on my mind. And I just thought, I don't want to see her and be like, hi, I called 911 on you. You know, I just want to leave her something because as a woman, I think that she and she lives alone and has grown kids. I mean, I've learned a lot from the other neighbor because neighbors know a lot. But I don't know I just thought about leaving and her something from my mom's forest
2: everything. I know
1: but I thought about leaving her like getting my mom to bring one of the pumpkins with the flowers and like you know leaving her something because I bet she feels like shit right now she has black eyes broken nose she feels awful probably embarrassed all the neighbors were out there like I know that's how I would feel so I thought about just leaving her something so I said to a friend like I think I'm just gonna leave her something and see if she's okay and you were like what did you say exactly you were like You're going to do it because you feel like obligated. And I was like, no, like I've been thinking about her. And you you were like, well, people do it. I was like, no, usually people like just feel that they should do something. He's like, well, don't do it because you feel like you should do it because you want to. People that are nice do it because they want to. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are you have this attitude with me? Like, I, you've known me for like four years. Do you think that I ever just do something for people that it's like performance activism? Like I do it because I feel like I have to. She doesn't know me. I don't have to do anything. I wasn't even going to try and talk to her. I'm not going to go over there and TikTok it. Look at me being a good neighbor. It was like I was just going to leave her a little spooky pumpkin with flowers because she might open her door and be like, oh, that's nice.
2: And what happened with this slogan? You asked me, which is going to be this slogan of this TikTok? Like, I good, like I a good neighbor. Love. Jenna is here. Shut
1: up. I, so that's a lie. And you if you're going to go do
2: that. that, actually, if you're going to go send flowers... Give her another handle of vodka because I saw the cops just pouring that shit out. So she's going to be out of a handle of vodka
1: and any painkillers you may have. I don't know why someone, I would never have a full open bottle of vodka in my car like that. But maybe I'm not like the normal person. I don't drink very much. You always have
2: one in the back. Never know if you're going to hit like a party around and you don't want to get empty handed.
1: I would just think if she remembered it was there. I was asking her, do you need... <laughs> we got to stop talking she about was this.
2: innocent. I was like, do you... Innocent people don't think about those things. I, in the other hand, were like, candle of vodka. There is like three kilos in the trunk. Like, just take it all out.
1: I'm glad we have this recorded. Just in <laughs> case I ever need it in the future for any wrongdoing. I'm going to use it against you. Yeah. No. Well, let's get to our big announcement. I'm talking about
2: the three kilos in my butt. Uh, in your butt. The big announcement. Drums. Uh, so, today, we decided to stop being renters.
1: That's how you make the announcement? Wah, wah. You want to do it again?
2: Okay. Today, we decided to stop leasing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, today we became homeowners.
1: There you go, Fran. That was better. Today we bought a house.
2: Excellent. We bought whatever a house. floats the boat. We bought a house. We did.
1: And you can tell how enthused Fran is.
2: I am very enthusiastic about I'm this. I'm
1: thrilled. I'm really excited. I know that buying a house is stressful. Um, and a lot of people talk about that, but I don't want to be that person. I don't want to bitch about it. Yes, it's financially stressful. It's been a long process, but we're very fortunate that we're even able to buy a house. So we're really excited and we moved this weekend. So, wow, this is my first time ever being a part of this kind of process. But this so- is
2: amazing. I think we found, we found the one. We found the one that hit every box and...
1: We have not wanted to talk about it because, as y'all understand, and many of you who own homes or have gone through this process and been heartbroken, and we've kind of been open about how what a hard time we've had in the last year and a half. It's been, it's a, it's a great market in a lot of ways, but it's also not a great market when you know you don't have like a, t- a ton of money to spend. Um, I think it's, I think we're in a good place right now. Like I think you've had, you've had a lot of luck with some of your clients. So if you are looking for a house, obviously Fran can help you do that. But Fran and I have gone and looked at a lot of homes over the last year and a half. We've put offers in on two or three that we've made it to that point of, are they going to accept the offer or not? And then we've lost out by like so much money. You know, that was at a time where people are like offering a bunch of cash or offering like so far over that Fran and I are like, well, we, we, absolutely can't do that
2: also something that is very important is that we've never we've been in love of a house like we've been we've seen a house like we can live there we've never been like passionate like
1: liar absolute liar you cried you cried over a house liar
2: which house did i cried over
1: liar He's lying to me. He is lying to y'all right now. I saw tears in your eyes. For which house? I remember 10.30 p.m. October of 2021, laying in bed. We put an offer in. I woke up to East you going, Ugh. I woke up to you going, Ugh. And I look over at you. You have tears in your eyes and said, we didn't get it. And you threw your phone down. And I saw a tear. And then I started crying. So you, you know are why? a liar. It's because-
2: I knew that it was about to crush you. I
1: remember the exact fucking time too. It literally was like 10:30 at night on a Saturday night, and we were laying in bed, and we had already fallen asleep because I, I was super pregnant. Don't all that often. Uh, exactly. I remember the last time you cried because it was then. I don't even remember you crying when I had that baby. The things that I had
2: also, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got like. A God, knee
1: my or memory's something. sharp. Yeah, my memory is
2: sharp, babe. Nobody doubts that. Like you, like all the things. Like cut you. You like that song? I remember when. I remember when. I remember remember when. when. I remember when.
1: Yeah, I do. I just did. So there you go. Yeah. So don't tell me you have been heartbroken. Anyway, we were heartbroken, but the good thing is that house ended up flooding. We didn't get the house, and then it never closed. We were like, "What happened?" So, let's bring everyone back to the day that we found this house because it was a little over a month ago, and I was at work and. Fran was at work and I was doing my like daily Zillow check-in and I saw a house that from the outside looked very mid-century modern, which is a style that Fran and I particularly love. And it's very hard to find because you either find ones that need a ton of work or they're way too expensive or just not available. There's not as many. And so... I send it to Fran and since you're an amazing realtor, of course, he was able to get us access like a couple hours later, called the agent and was like, let's, let's go hours. see it. it a couple hours. We were there 20 minutes after you call." Yeah. So we went to go see it that afternoon and they still had an open house scheduled for the weekend. And um, I pulled up five minutes before Fran and the second I pulled up, I was like, I already really like it. I just had a really good feeling about it. And then Fran pulled up behind me and he got out of the car and I didn't say anything. And you said the exact same thing to me. You were like, I don't know. You said something really strong for you. Like you usually don't get attached to stuff. And Steal. I, I think this is a conversation for another day. You have some deep-rooted issues. Site notes for all these side conversations notes, that we're going to have. No, because our Fittish listeners are going to remind me of this. Oh, as they of always so kindly and gently do. So y'all please remind me because you have some deep-rooted trauma and pain that we need to get into at some point. <laughs> Why are you... Are you teasing tweaking, or winking man. at me? You're twitching? You have something because you're st- you're stonewalling a lot lately. So you're stonewalling. So we're going to figure out what's going on. But like...
2: Better help, Will.
1: you? But you actually expressed like some emotion that I don't usually see. And you were just like, wow. You were like, I already love it or something like that, which was like pretty effusive for you. And so... Anyway, we let ourselves in and, you know, it just, it has that vibe. Like it has skylights everywhere. It, we walked through it. And for us, I think it just really checked most of the boxes of things that we've been looking for. Um, Had some weird, like, pool, hot tub thing. Not a pool, but like a giant hot tub with Fran's calling, what are you calling it?
2: I'm calling it a pussy.
1: <laughs> Shut up. We honestly didn't even really want to pull. I mean, having a baby, because we know it'll just be more of a liability, but this is like some. Well, y'all will see. We'll pussy. Good, photos nice and stuff.
2: size pussy.
1: Great, friend. That's great. I hope you teach that to Remy. Out yeah. of all the swear words you could teach him, I would rather you teach him anything in Spanish, fuck, shit, anything. I do not, like, pussy is the last word that I want him Babe, to say.
2: It's a pool jacuzzi. That's how you say it.
1: They're calling it a spool. They call it a spool in the listing, and you're calling it a
2: poozy. But the thing is that the spool, like, if we go to thread, Mark, it's too close to the spool, like, to this fork, you know? Like, it's like... mm. No,
1: Fran, spool is an actual word in the dictionary. It's a spool of thread. That's what you call a spool of thread.
2: That word is already taken. Poolsie is not. Poolsie. 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 Poolsie, yeah.
1: Oh, a poolsie. But
2: the L is silent.
1: All right. Well, y'all can vote on what you prefer. But yeah, Fran and I walked the house and we loved it. And of course, we look at each other and we're like, shit, we're not going to be able to get this house. Da-da-da-da-da. And
2: I never said, shit, we're not going to be able to get this house. I knew we were about to be able to get that house because you did? we both loved it. Yes. I was like, this is the house we're going to get.
1: Fran has a lot of fake confidence, so y'all just know that. You did? Bullshit. It was fake. What do you mean? How did you know we were going to get the house? Because I
2: knew that I was able to get the house. I like the house. I actually loved the house. Not like that other house that you said I cried. (laughs) I actually like this house. So, when myself
1: oh, see you we can't and, even or
2: any of my clients love a house, I will go to the unbelief to get the house, and I did go to the unbelief
1: friended, you did play it play it the right way, so we ended up offering over what it was listed at, and um a decent amount over. But we gave them the timeline knowing they had an open house over the weekend. We were like, hey, uh, you got to accept this offer by like Friday, whatever, which was kind of a bold move. And they had another offer come in. And so we sweetened ours a little bit. And they accepted our offer before they had an open house. And so we were really excited. Like I thought that meant we were good to go. Of course, we had to kind of go through all this you know, mortgage lending process, which is quite difficult considering we're both self-employed. And so, you know, that was quite stressful to kind of arrange all those documents. But Fran, you did such a great job negotiating all of that. And I have to say, um, I'm just super duper excited about it. And uh, well, I have so much more to say about that. So I've been in the packing process and we're going to get back into that. Now a word from our sponsor, Noom. I have not been eating great. I know Francisco's been trying some new things in terms of kind of fasting and taking a different approach to his own health. But this moving situation has really gotten us off track. And it's really my goal to lose that last bit of baby weight. And I know that that comes down to nutrition. And Noom is a fabulous, different kind of approach to losing weight, this has nothing to do with numbers. This is, you know, focused on a different sort of motivation, right? They take a psychology-based approach, and when you really think about it, it's quite fascinating because a lot of our motivations behind eating certain foods, or eating late at night, or eating because we're stressed or depressed, uh, it's all psychology-based, isn't it? It has nothing to do with the food itself or trying to lose weight. We just happen to put on weight because of our mindset. And I love Noom's approach. You're even going to be able to use a coach, right? So they're going to have weekly check-ins, give you tips and feedback on you know, why you're eating at the times that you're eating. And you're not going to have some sort of very strict diet, right? You're going to be able to continue to eat the sorts of things that you want. They're just going to help empower you with the tools so you do better when it comes to losing weight. And the best part about Noom are the results. Ninety-five percent of customers have said that Noom Weight is a good long-term solution, and the active Noomers lose an average of fifteen pounds in sixteen weeks. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom Weight's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com/fitish. That's n-o-o-m.com/fitish to sign up for your trial today. But yeah, packings, packing's quite the undertaking um, for myself, I would say. Fran had the nerve to say to me the other day. Well, 90% of the shit's yours. Oh, so you don't take advantage of a lot of the stuff in this house?
2: We go percentage-wise or... or...
1: What's your butt sitting on right now?
2: No, for sure, but you're not packing the couch. The movers are packing the couch. I can't
1: believe... I asked a friend the other day. He just pissed me off so much. I was like, did you grow up like you were like Mexican fucking royalty? Don't
2: start with that. Because I've seen border around. Like, I've been keeping really... You seen what around Like everything that you use. You became Mexican all of a sudden. How Cream dare her out.
1: You? How dare you say that? <laughs> How dare you? I have spent literally, I'm literally going to do whatever the equivalent of divorce is. You're not even going to move into the house this weekend. How dare you? I have packed everything. I stay here in this for house. another week? Sure. Knock yourself out.
2: In our inner city house?
1: It's like all we want as women is fucking appreciation. Like, you're such a great dad. Like, I'm not saying that you're not. You're an amazing dad. But, like, the issue becomes wanting a good partner. And if you were unhappy with the partnership and you were unhappy with my contribution as a partner to you, like, I just think that you would be really frustrated if I wasn't helping around the house at all. I don't know if that's, like, as a Mexican man, the expectation you have out of a woman. But, like, I guess my dynamic and what I want is just something different in a way. Because, like, I I don't. What I don't, have I
2: been slacking?
1: I mean, it's just more that I, I've, I've packed 73 boxes alone.
2: What have I been doing while you packed?
1: Like you said to me the other day, I can't do anything when I'm watching Remy. Like on Saturday, you went and volunteered for four. You were gone for six hours. And I had my mom over here. We literally toggled bi- watching Remy and packing. It is possible, maybe not for men, but it is possible to watch a baby and do other things at the same no, time. Oh, for sure. Because no, you no, have no. to do his bottles. I, cook, cook I, I his found meat. that I did
2: too. It will help me throughout the process. Like you found health. a tutorial yeah, 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 on yeah. how
1: to watch a baby and do other things? 100%. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to see you in action. Go
2: the half-assed way.
1: You could, what does that mean?
2: Like whether you're watching the baby or are you packing. Like... Do y'all
1: hear what I have to deal with? I can't wait for the women. I can't wait for people to come tell you what the fuck is up. Because you lay a baby to play on the mat. Or you, yeah, you're right. The half-assed way is sitting on the couch letting him watch a movie while you're on your cell phone playing chess because that's the full 100% in way. Well, that's but cool laying ass. him to do stimulating activities on his mat while I wash his bottles and cook his food, that's the half-assed way. You're making me so mad right now. Like, I'm literally boiling. Has, right, me this is an opportunity for you to go, I'm so chef. excited about the house and thank you for all the work that you've done around the house. I'm so excited
2: about the house.
1: Y'all, we're. Y'all, can y'all start giving me some recommendations for new Finnish podcast hosts? Because like, once we break up, like, it's gonna be really difficult to podcast together.
2: Yeah. I have one.
1: Just be nice. Just be like a nice person. What am I? You yell at me because you think I threw a seven dollar remote away when I'm ninety nine percent sure I didn't throw it away. And if I did, it was a mistake. I looked up, like, I've been Googling, like, why would your partner be so edgy and short-fused? You know what I mean? Like, you've been so short-fused. Like, it's a fucking remote. Like, and I'm so sorry. If I did throw it away, I apologize. But, like, you're, you were, like, berating me over throwing a damn remote away. You're just like, I just don't understand. And I was like, Fran, I've packed so much Well, in that this was place. when you told
2: me that you also threw the Apple TV remote. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I get passionate about stupid things.
1: I will buy you however many seven dollar Vizio television remotes you want do you just you name so. name name your number Fran name your number I mean I contribute a lot around here and I just this is us airing stuff out for y'all and I'm, I'm I'm sure y'all have your own fights but like I just can't understand why you'd be so upset over like a, a seven dollar remote like I found it on Wait, Amazon I it, babe I, and i don't I think sorry. that i did but i don't think that i threw it away and if i did it was a mis- it was like such an innocent mistake like there's been so much to pack you know or i of course i said to him at the time i was like you pack a fucking box then right what is he? it's almost like i've always said to myself like i won't i don't criticize how someone does other things if they're doing something productive around the house like i really don't mind like i'm so appreciative like if you do the dishes and you cook And you put dishes away. I've never understood when people get and maybe it's just not my personality type. But I remember specifically, for instance, like I had a girlfriend who got married real young and she would bitch to me all the time about how her husband would like put dishes in the wrong cabinets. And I couldn't understand it because I'm like, but he's doing dishes and putting them away. Cause I think that's amazing. You know, like I kind of think just effort in general is amazing. Even if your husband or significant other doesn't do it the exact way that you want, just the fact that they're making effort. And I know everyone has their own issues. I'm not telling you how to do your relationship because if that's like your deal breaker it's fine. But like, I'm just so appreciative of like effort in general, just like with parenting, like you don't do things exactly how I would do them, but I think we've learned how to navigate that. Like, I like to think that we're Okay. I just feel like lately you've been very short fused about a lot of things. Like, Remy had a scratch on his face from his little cracker box, and you're like, How did he get this? I'm like, I don't know. He picked up his box of teething crackers. He's a little boy. Like, I'm not like dragging him out of car when no, like, things are going to happen, you know? But you seem very like, edgy. So I don't know what's going on with you. You just seem very I'm edgy just about little things. Super
2: tired. Like, I think in the past five months, I've slept like, Max four hours a night.
1: But you're choosing, you know, to sleep in bed with Remy. You're you're choosing to do this.
2: I I, I recognize that. uh,
1: I don't know if y'all know that, but I I hope y'all know. Fran and I are like okay-ish. Obviously, we're kind of talking about some fresh things that have happened. But Fran does, and I'm hoping come this weekend, we're going to be back in the same bed together. But Fran has chosen to sleep with Remy.
2: So that was a voyage, okay, so...
1: A voyage.
2: Yeah, it was a a situation that we're evolving in a little bit by little bits. And uh, we, I started sleeping with him, him in the the crib, I'm in the bed, like he was in the first floor where our front door, like near our front door.
1: Yeah, we didn't feel it was safe for him. That's why I put a bed down there.
2: Absolutely. So I stay there. And then he woke up like at normally he used to wake up like at four or five and, and I just bring him in the bed and he falls asleep and strangely he got super used to it. And, and, uh, so that's been our situation. However, he sleeps very well without me in the bed. So we're going to try different, um, mechanics with that when we moved. But we did try at some point to bring it up. And we realized that nobody was sleeping. So.
1: No, I appreciate that you've wanted. I think this is what's so hard. And I know a lot of you that are new parents or just parents in general recognize like. There's just so much. A lot of y'all have corrected me and said I shouldn't use the word compromise or something like that. But it's more about, you know, being teammates. And I still think it's a lot of compromise because the way Fran's doing things, like, isn't the way I would prefer to do them. You know, I would have preferred to lean a little more into sleep training, at least try it for a few nights and see if he could self-soothe and figure it out. I don't know. I didn't know that's the kind of parent I was going to want to be. But I want to be able to, like, put him in bed at night and, like, have some of my own time, you know, to... Do this like to podcast to work to have time with you I've realized how important that is to have that time with you you know so I think that's been really hard because you are really tired you're not you haven't been the best version of yourself to me and I know that you're doing something great but like neither you or him are sleeping that great in that bed and the goal is of course to get him to sleep alone So in the new house, his room will be right next to ours, so we'll be able to hopefully get into our bed together and just have the door open so, you know, we can go in there if he cries. But parenting's hard to navigate. And I guess I feel a lot more freeform with it than I thought I was going to be, you know, with food and with things and exploration. And if he turns into, even though this isn't the way that I wanted it to go, you know, with sleep training and stuff, But if he turns in because of you sleeping with him every night and he wants to co-sleep and he wants to sleep in bed with us, I think I'm just going to go with it. You know, like I feel like I'm just I would rather kind of keep the peace and flow through it than be like, no, I wanted to sleep train and that's what we're going to do. And we're going to make you stressed about it and him stressed about it. And I just kind of want to do whatever he wants, like what's best for him, I think. And what you want, too, you know? Because you... I do not think you... That's just my opinion, Fran, but I do not think that you could make it through sleep training. What do you mean? I mean, I do not think you could make it through hearing Remy scream for 60 seconds.
2: (laughs) No, I think you have a really good point. Like, it's not my...
1: I mean, it's not easy by any means, It's not my strong arm. No.
2: Hearing him... uh cry
1: well y'all when i tell you like we're we're podcasting at night right now on our couch and so if remy were to wake up and fran would hear him scream like fran would literally claw my eyes out to climb over me (laughs) to go which is amazing i mean i care about my child too but like fran will like i mean you would throw everything to like
2: just so sad. Like I he screams know. with so much feeling. So I know. But besides <laughs> that, like it's not only that, like the screaming is one thing and it hurts my insides. But the scream at 4 a.m. in the morning, you just go for the path of least
1: resistance. That's why you started putting him in bed. Yeah. Because, because he sleeps so good next yeah, to I mean, like
2: I. He, he just do you loves know how many it.
1: photos from our baby cam I have of y'all at night? When I tell y'all, we. Fred and I have hardly watched TV lately. We will throw on House. I don't know why. We've been. We like House. We've been watching House from start to. It's because we started looking
2: for the show that has the most seasons. So we can just keep watching it. We watched Friends. We watched uh sunny it's always sunny well,
1: so we put house on it's always sunny so good we we put house on we make it through i mean i never sleep better than at 8 p.m on the couch when an episode of house comes on and you and i are on separate sides of the couch and i am like so cozy at, it just see the friend. oh i don't even want to get up and go to bed at that point it's so nice and but then all of a sudden i'll hear fran be like night <laughs> he's like stomping downstairs because Remy's woken up and I know I'm just like, I'm like, all right, I guess I lost him for the night. You just go down there and get in bed with him when he wakes up and it's like, all right, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. I mean, I'm looking forward to some intimacy again.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: What do y'all do? Can I ask you? And I know you can't respond to me right this second, but you can DM us like those of y'all that are in that first year of parenting it's not that I, like, don't want to have sex. It's that. Quickies. Oh, sure, Fran. Qu- I'm asking them. <laughs> I'm asking the ladies to get me over. So no, sp- they quickies. already DM me, babe. I had three or five. What? I
2: said they already DM me. <laughs> like, that's so quickly.
1: I feel like. There is. I mean, I don't know. I like morning sex. You you would prefer it whenever.
2: <laughs> and at and all it, times, yeah. At
1: all times, but like, I'm so not in the mood when you're shitty to me. When you're being like short fugitive and, and and edgy like that, and I and it like really hurts my feelings, which makes me like when you make me sad, I do not want to have intercourse with you. Like when you've like literally brought school sheep- make out sex. No, I don't want to have makeup sex. Rage sex. I don't want to have that kind of Anger sex. Anger sex. That's the kind of sex you have in your 20s when you get in a fight because you're fucking immature. I don't want to have that kind of sex with my partner who hey, I just had kind a of baby will uh,
2: I'll, I'll fix any fight with that. 20, 60, 30,
1: 40. I don't. 50. I don't like that. I don't like that kind of sex. Like, I don't want to fight with you and then have sex to feel better about it. When you hurt my feelings, the last thing I want is your penis anywhere in my vicinity. Like, I'd rather cut it off.
2: I'm very happy we're recording these for that also.
1: <laughs> I would never do that to you. If
2: I, if I er, ever go in or in how do you call it? What? When you don't have privates?
1: I'd just circumcise. I wouldn't cut it all off.
2: Oh, okay. Just trim it a little bit.
1: <laughs> just a <to> trim.
2: <laughs> yes. It's a little trip,
1: yeah. <laughs> What is this conversation? This is even? not a
2: fucking research no, I would style.
1: love y'all's feedback, though, just in general on... Hopefully, we have some questions that y'all have submitted for us that we can get to in just a second. I would really like your feedback on when do you have sex? Like, how do you f- figure it out? Fran's probably right about quickies, but, like, with our work schedules probably. being all over the place, huh? What? What'd you say?
2: I said probably. You said he, Fran is probably right, right. with the quickies. Probably. I don't know.
1: Well said. Thank you for adding that in. You know? Crucial. That was a I'm crucial bringing, comment to bring. To you're table. bringing great things to the show. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, do you like put it on the calendar? A lot of people have said you should have sex like before date night. Because like by the time you go on date night, you're tired or you talk about baby or you come home. You're just like not. Before
2: date night. But that's, that's a real scheduling situation. Right? Because, because... because you're waiting
1: on a babysitter. Like and went. then
2: makeup and uh, and and dress up and the whole yeah. thing, like it's just like,
1: yes, maybe it's, in the, hard. it's yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 400 one hundred percent. And then shower sex. Mm, there we go.
1: Not my favorite. Give me
2: a problem, I have a solution.
1: The water, I don't love it, and maybe in the pussy.
2: In the pussy. That's what I said. In the like new pussy. Just,
1: well, let me put it in the in pussy. The water, though. That's, I don't know. Anyway, we're getting into a lot of detail here. So, I don't know. You know what? If y'all have any feedback or if you just, I would love to just hear from y'all and be like, Jenna, the first year of a baby with the relationship nearly kills everyone because a lot of people have told me that. So, maybe we have some celebratory event. I mean, we're almost there.
2: Yeah, we'll make it year. like, we'll start our all OnlyFans or something.
1: In February? is like a celebration? Yeah. I think I'm past my 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 fans' prime, but uh, let's take a second to talk about another sponsor of the Fitish Podcast. Most of you have probably heard us speak about Pros. This is the world's most personalized hair care. I'll tell you how much I love stuff like this, especially after having a baby, but the results with Pros are pretty incredible. And Pros is customizing this for you, right? So you know, you're going to take a really quick, but in-depth hair quiz online. And they're going to ask you all sorts of stuff, your zip code, your eating habits. What is your hair's current damage level? How much exercise are you getting? These are questions that you may go like, what does my zip code have anything to do with my hair situation? A lot, actually, geographically, you know, with, you know, the weather and allergies and the climate, just in general, it could really affect your your hair. And then you're going to also tell them what are you looking for? You know, do you want, you know, your hair to be smoother? Or have you recently changed your hair color? You know, do you need some sort of other support? So pros has a review and refine feature. So, you know, I'm able to kind of tweak things too. like, oh, I just had a baby. So I need some like postpartum hair care support. So again, they have millions and millions of formula combinations uh, you even get to select some specific things for yourself like a fragrance and smell uh, that you that you would like and if you're not 100% positive pros is the best hair care you've ever had they'll take the product back no questions asked pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today when you go to prosecom slash finish That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash finish for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off because we're always hooking you up with deals over here. Yep. Aren't we?
2: Grow your hair for 15%
1: less. (laughs) Yeah. 15% more for 15% less. Okay. I want to see if we got any good questions from from y'all. Date night restaurants in Dallas. Fran and I went to one the other night that is probably one of my favorite date night restaurants. But chucky cheese, it's a little um. It's 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 a little expensive, but they have a happy hour. I think the happy hour is every day until six seven p.m.
2: No, I think six thirty.
1: It's like yeah, because our reservation
2: was like the it's uh, four to six thirty special,
1: and the restaurant that we love is Uchi Yes. There's Uchi, and then upstairs there's Uchi Bar. So it's sushi, but Uchi is amazing. Uchi is one of my favorite restaurants in Dallas. I will say it started in Austin, so Uchi's awesome. Uchi is super expensive, super cool, <laughs> hardish to get a reservation in, and then you still want to go get fast food at like ten o'clock at night. You know, it's that style. Like you'll walk out of there with a group of friends and be like, "We," I'm sorry, we just spent how much money, but. The food is really top notch, really clever, really great sushi, really great presentation. All the servers, the staff, the service is like really great. They're really knowledgeable. But Uchi Ba is like the casual little sister of Uchi. So you go and I don't know, I just like it. Menu's really similar, but the happy hour special is great because it's like much more affordable stuff on the menu, and it's a small menu, but you could go and really knock yourself out just on that happy hour menu. So I would highly recommend that. I love yeah. Uchi for a date night. Is there anywhere else we love for a date night? Uchi, ba. Is there anywhere else um, we really love?
2: Yeah, so we went to the Mexican. It was okay. Um, we like for date night. I think we like Town Hearth.
1: We haven't been there in so long.
2: Um, yeah. We like Georgie's. Yeah, like in Travis Walk we really like it um what else
1: I don't know babe we don't go on many date nights yeah I got to be honest with you all, like when it comes to Dallas, like a lot of the restaurants that I think people want to try, some of them are quite overrated, in my opinion. You know, restaurants that have come from New York to Dallas, the feedback that I've heard from friends, especially friends that like are big foodies that like to go out all the time. They've been kind of disappointed with certain restaurants. There are a few on our list that we have not been to. There's a restaurant called Meridian in the village that everyone has said is like they absolutely love it. So it's like a little off the beaten path, I guess. in the Village. But you and I still haven't been. And and people have told me that it's like a great dining experience. So there's just a few places that I still haven't been that are relatively new. I mean, I had a baby, I don't get out much. You're going to ask me my favorite restaurant. I'm about to tell you like Chewy's, Laduni, my old classics, stuff I like to order Uber Eats from.
2: Also, Cinepolis. Like, you can have dinner and a movie (laughs) in the, like,
1: I don't know. Are they paying you? Like, I am just not a big Sinopolis fan.
2: Well, because they didn't pay you, but uh, they're not paying me either. But um, which other? Um, We like, like, there's some, they're not hold in the walls, but Nona, Italian. Yeah. It's just outstanding. Carbone, not Carbone Vino. Carbone Vino is amazing, the New York bra- uh, franchise, but the Carbone thats in kind of eh. Carbone in Oakland and no, that one's cute. Wycliffe yeah. is amazing.
1: You know where else Fran and I love to go? And we, if you want to see Fran and I, this is somewhere we go all the time. I'm just going to tell y'all. We go almost once a week. Not as much for a date night, but just for like casual during the day on Saturday. We go to Jose, which is a... Mexican restaurant on Lover's Lane that Fran and I just we really enjoy they have great drinks and the food's good more authentically Mexican it's just a good vibe much more casual so I don't know about like date night date night but we go there all the time we're big fans of it that's amazing because we can just roll in with Remy speaking of though we went somewhere today and I took Remy into the bathroom because he smelled like poop (laughs) And I like have him in the arm and I have the diaper bag and I'm still kind of navigating that because you and I haven't, we've gone out to eat with him maybe a dozen times, but not enough that I've actually had to like frequently change a poopy diaper in a bathroom. And I went in, this is a nice restaurant, but Fran and I, Fran and I have this like little thing that we like to do like at four 30 and five o'clock when some of these restaurants just open, we'll meet there after work with Remy or without Remy to like have a glass of wine and an appetizer. And that's kind of how we try to carve out a date moment. This, they did not want, they do not want kids in that restaurant. And I've never noticed it before because before you have kids, you go to the bathroom, you don't pay attention to things like this. But I go in, there's a couple of stalls. There's a couch in the women's bathroom. I walk in both stalls because they were both vacant. There was no one in the restaurant. There was no changing table. So I have like the bag. Luckily there's a changing pad in that diaper bag. I just like, I was like, why, what do you do? I mean, if there had been no couch, I don't really know. That shows they do not want you to be, have a baby in there. I put the changing pad down on the couch. I was like, I don't know who walks in here because I'm about to be changing a poopy diaper in there. And then there was no trash can to put it in. So I put it in the trash can under the sink. But like, that's going to smell by the time they have like the fine dining. That's when you just open it and p-
2: throw it in the sink. The so ceiling.
1: I told the hostess, I was like, by the way, like, I put a poopy diaper in the trash can. You might want to change it. She's like, oh, well, thank you a lot for letting me know. And I'm like, wow, they don't want babies at this spot. It's not really a baby spot. but No, it's not a baby spot. I'm pretty
2: sure they don't We make every spot chair. a
1: baby spot. No, what,
2: but you know which place, and they, they really don't pay us, and they should, because we go very often. Jose does have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're child-friendly for sure. Well, the only other questions y'all have asked us for this week are, did you buy a house? Tell us about your new home. That's about it. Melissa asked if anyone from the morning show has come to see Remy and or acknowledged that I had a baby. You know, no, sadly. I, you know, um, they haven't. I don't know. I don't know. I guess everyone's busy. I don't really know. Which they had me announce it on the show, which was weird. Um, But no, I haven't really kept in touch with anyone, honestly. So, but it is what it is. You know, it's not like, you know, we were all partying together every weekend anyway. So there's no hard feelings there. But no, we haven't, no one's seen... We saw part-time Justin recently. He hasn't seen Remy, but we ran into him with his boyfriend at the Mexican. So that was nice to see him. And I've seen Anna recently too. But um but nah. No, no one else met the baby. But that's okay. Trust me. I mean, I've had a lot of people <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you if new moms know this, like or if you feel the same way, but like I think when you have a baby I was telling Fran and it just shows and we'll kind of close the show on this note. Like I think it shows how different men and women are because Fran, you have a lot of friends. And I know I've talked about this on shows in the past, but like, Fran has a lot of friends like when Fran will be like, Oh, yeah, that guy's my best friend. And I'm like, I have never met this person. You and I have a baby together, you know, and I don't have that many super close friends by choice. You know, over the years, I just, I have a pretty small group of friends and friends that have changed over the years, or, you know, you lose friends and you go through moments of realizing people aren't who you thought they were. And it's really upsetting. Um, However, I've definitely been pretty disappointed with, you know, some friends and people in my life where I feel like I've made a lot of effort to spend time with them and their children when I was single. And I haven't felt that reciprocated. And that's hard. And I I know that I'm not alone in this because my TikTok algorithm shows me I'm not alone in this. And I see people on TikTok, women posting like, how they have a lot of friends that are like, I can't wait to be an auntie. And then you have like a six month old and they've never met your child. And so I have a feeling that this is very common and I wish I had an answer for that. I don't know why that is because I always tried to be a very good friend to my friends that had children when I was single. I mean, I would make effort like I would go give them baths. Let's go out to eat. Well, we have the kids. That's fine. Let's go at five o'clock. Let's go somewhere because I have always felt that being a good friend is being a part of the things that matter most in someone's life. It's not, for me, it's, I've never wanted friends that are just, oh, fuck that, you have a baby, like, I want to go party. No, I want to be a part of your life with your baby because that's everything to you, and of course it is. Now I really see that as a mom, like, I don't care about going out and partying. I want to, I would love a friend to be like, I want to go to the Arboretum with you. I want to go, like, to the Pumpkin Patch, you know, like we've done with our friends with kids. And so, yeah, it's been a little bit of a bummer, Um you know, some of my, I have a close friend that lives out of town and she's coming to visit with her baby soon, which I'm really excited about, but yeah, it's hard. And I'm really looking forward to a period of time of, I think making some new, new and adding to my, to my small group of girlfriends, you know, with friends that I think are like on the same page. Right. I think that happens a lot. I'm assuming to, you know, we have to make new couples, friends that, are in the same chapter of life that we are. Maybe there'll be some people where we're moving. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some people our so. age, some good neighbors. Yeah, neighbors with we... kids. I don't know. We don't know any of our neighbors yet, so we'll see. Or what are you gonna do to meet neighbors? Do you are bring you gonna cookies. do something weird, huh?
2: Bring cookies? Are you? No, I think they're the ones that need to bring. Who brings cookies?
1: I don't know. I've
2: never been a homeowner. Well, I, I, I'll bring cookies. You know. I don't know. Bottles of tequila, just so they know I'm Mexican off the bat.
1: That's nice. Do we bring a present? I I, I think
2: it's a reciprocation situation. Reciprocal. Yeah. Um. But no, like I'm just going to invite them all to the pussy.
1: No, I mean, please don't do that. Please don't invite neighbors over off the bat you're not going to use this house as a party pad like out the gate like oh, it's going to take me like a you year to get it decorated Eve, right? y'all i'm gonna kill friend he's gonna have some huge party when we have like no furniture like i need a minute to get that's where we need the huge
2: party otherwise all the people are coming are not gonna fit if we have were to have full furnished place
1: oh no okay that's again
2: the e e-vite if you received it is still <sighs> on okay no, oh, I asked France all the Finnish listeners. listeners. Yes, say, send me your email.
1: Well, we will share more about the house and wish us luck with the move-in this weekend. Please, I, I didn't get a whole lot of questions for the show this week. So as always, you know, post your questions. Uh, let us know. Uh, we can address some on next next week's show if you have any burning questions that you want to talk about. I try to address all the questions, even if they're uncomfortable. <laughs> I like being honest with y'all, as always. So. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll see you next week from our new home as homeowners. Yeah.
2: See you soon. Bye. Stay tuned.
3: Lucky
1: Land Casino, asking people, what's the
3: weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.